Warren Buffett, BlackRock, and other institutional players dominate investments in commercial aviation. Why? Because it's one of the most profitable and predictable alternative assets that exists. And it's not tied to other markets such as real estate and the stock market. Is it safe? Well, imagine triple net leases to the likes of American Airlines and British Airways. Income is contractual and guaranteed by some of the biggest named airlines in the world. That's why this kind of investment was never available to the ordinary accredited investor. That is until now. Visit accesswealthaviation.com and check it out for yourself. Invest in an institutional team with over 200 plus years of combined investment experience in the aviation sector. Conservative investing with double digit returns and tax advantages. That's accesswealthaviation.com. Accesswealthaviation.com. You are listening to the Wealth Formula Podcast with Buck Joffrey. Get ready to change your life. Welcome, everybody. This is Buck Joffrey with the Wealth Formula Podcast. And this is actually the first podcast that I am doing after our phenomenal event in Scottsdale, Arizona. And it was so, so, so great to meet you all out there. And I got to tell you, uh, we have the best group, the best audience in all of the podcast ecosystem. Now, um, uh, let me just back up for a second, remind you, you know, you got the wealthformula.com thing. There's lots of resources there, free stuff. Who doesn't like free stuff, right? Books. My friend George Newberry was supposed to come out to the event, but he couldn't make it. I was kind of bummed because they wanted you guys to meet him. He, of course, is the guy who started AHP Servicing. Uh, he's a friend of mine, one of the best uh, entrepreneurs, and just overall one of the best guys you'll ever meet. But uh, he couldn't make it. But he has a free book you can get on wealthformula.com that uh, is about his days as a high-flying multifamily real estate guy and then how it all ended. Uh, in um, in a hillstorm, actually. So anyway, go check that out. Um, check all of that out. And if you're interested in Accredited Investor Club, you also need to go to wealthformula.com and sign up too. Why? Well, Accredited Investor Club, Investor Club for short, is where the magic happens, right? So you're accredited. What does that mean? Does it mean you applied for something? You either are or you're not. It's you either have $200,000 per year or $300,000 a year if filing jointly uh, with the uh, idea that you're going to or with some sense that you're going to continue to do so. Or you have a net worth of a minimum of $1 million in cold, hard cash. No, just kidding. $1 million in net worth uh, outside of your personal residence. And that alone qualifies you as being an accredited investor, it does not mean you have to go apply for it. You either are or you are not, just like you're you're pregnant or you're not. Um, I have to tell you, I'm feeling a little bit uh, self-conscious right now because I had a lot of people tell me during the event that they listened to me at 1.5 speed. And listen, I get it. I do that too. Uh, but I'm a little self-conscious because I know I speak a little slow, a little, little, maybe a little professorial sometimes. I don't know. Anyway, I do maybe, okay, professorial, maybe not, but Midwestern. I, I speak, speak like a slow Midwestern guy like I am. I'm from Minnesota. We don't speak real fast out there. That's just the way we are. Anyway, for those who made it out to Scottsdale last weekend, again, it was Great to see you. And of course, I'm biased, but I have never seen such a high quality of group of people at an investor event before ours. And I mean that. And I 100% mean that. And everybody I know who went there said the same thing. They really did. Uh, you guys are by far the most interesting podcast listeners in the entire podcast ecosystem, guaranteed. And of course, the speakers were fantastic as well. We had Ken McElroy there, uh, and then we had Tom Wheelwright uh, and Dave Steele. And those guys did, a, I think, a really great, great presentations. And on top of that, we had these 
you know, this panel that I thought was really interesting. And it was kind of funny because it was the titans of real estate, but really everybody seemed to be even more interested in, in Tom Wheelwright because of all of the tax benefits associated with it. And, um, and rightly so. I mean, that's a big reason for being part of, uh, of real estate in general. And then there was David Steele, who, uh, you know, uh, who's a, um, who's one of the founders of Western Wealth Capital, uh, and, uh, and can, they dazzled us with their knowledge of real estate and all of the rest. Now, um, and then Damian Lupo, Damian, what a great guy. Uh, he's the EQRP guy. You hear his commercial all the time, uh, on this show. And, and one thing that Damien managed to do was to sell a $1,300 gold ounce coin for $400 to Eric Shelley, the great Eric Shelley, uh, one of our uh, fantastic listeners on the show, uh, who is a dentist extraordinaire and a great, really great guy again. And of course, Christian and Rod reminded us how Wealth Formula Banking can enhance all of the profits that you could you could you could already be getting with this kind of stuff with even more leverage and all of those speakers taught us a ton uh, when we got to walk the properties we went on a bus tour and the bus tour took us around the Phoenix Scottsdale area and included a property that the majority is owned by the Wealth Formula Investors Club and you know what it was way outperforming pro forma, so we were all happy. I'll tell you, I was happy. Love to see my own investments doing really well, but it's even better when I've got a lot of investors in there with me who walked the property and saw how it was kicking butt, so that was cool. And, of course, um, that was a nice way to end the formal education. But beyond that, the best part of the whole event, by the way, the the didactic part will be recorded and, and we'll, you know, we'll have it for, um, you know, we'll, we'll have it out there available for people to uh, probably buy for pretty cheap because we have to make up some money because it was really expensive to put on this thing. Um, anyway, uh, but perhaps the best part of the whole event was really getting to know each other. And that's what everyone I talked to said, everyone I talked to who attended the event, they agreed that while the event itself in terms of the speakers, et cetera, was jam-packed with information. I mean, man, we didn't have we didn't have pee breaks, right? This was surgical-style stuff, right? We were like, no way, no pee breaks. No way, we're not breaking for lunch. We're going to eat lunch and learn at the same time, and then we're not going to waste any time. We're going to go straight to the bus, and then we're not going to wait any time, and we're going to go straight to the cocktail reception. <laughs> That's the way it was. But uh, the cool part about it was on the bus uh, at the event the night before and at the cocktail reception, you guys got to know each other and you loved it. And that's what every one of you who I talked to said, when are we going to do this again? And that really, really, honestly, it just really makes me happy that that happened. And quite honestly, I can't believe we managed to do this in like two years to cultivate this tribe, which is fantastic. Now, I will plug something right now. I don't, you know, I don't always like to do this, but if you enjoyed part of being uh, of that tribe in person, I got to take the opportunity to remind you that you don't have to wait for next time, the next get together to keep the party going, so to speak, because there is the Wealth Formula Network. Now, Wealth Formula Network is, well, it's tied up with this course that we did with Tom Wheelwright, Ken McElroy, Kevin Day, Dean Graziosi, real estate guys, Christian, those guys. But it's to build a foundation and ultimately to participate in this group called the Wealth Formula Network. The Wealth Formula Network is basically a mastermind of, of you guys, people who are really into this stuff, who want to you know, uh, be part of a private Facebook group, also be on biweekly mastermind calls. Uh, we're actually doing one today uh, where I'm going to share some uh, kind of bad stuff that happened to me recently um, that, uh, and that I, that I learned from. And anyway, you can be part of that and the biweekly mastermind calls, the Facebook group, and all the additional content 
All you got to do is go to wealthformularoadmap.com and sign up. Now, there's a ton of masterminds out there, and I'm not saying anything bad about them. What I will say is I think we have an extremely high-quality group and content, and it's pretty dirt cheap. So um, it pretty much uh, uh, just covers costs, and I do this because I actually enjoy talking to you guys, and it's been really fun. Um, again, I don't want to push you, but it's wealthformularoadmap.com. Now, um, as for this event, though, there was... One noticeable absence from our meetup last weekend, and for those of you who are in Western, or for those of you in Wealth Formula Network, you already know who I'm talking about because we call him the mascot. He is the mascot. He is also known as Goose. His name is Jerry Gosnell. And there is no one better for a new type of show that we will uh, begin doing now periodically to debut that show that we will now call the real investors of wealth formula. You know where I got that from, right? It's sort of like the real housewives thing. Um, anyway, the real investors of wealth formula. You see what I realized at our event is that you guys as much, uh, you know, enjoy talking to each other uh, probably even more than you enjoyed listening to these, you know, the star-studded faculty and listening to me. I mean, you guys really got to know each other. You wanted to know each other, and you found each other extremely interesting. And so what we're going to do in this series is once in a while, and it's not going to be like every show, but maybe every six weeks or two months or whatever, we are going to have somebody in Wealth Formula Network uh come on the show and be, you know, one of those real investors of Wealth Formula County. Uh, and um, and anyway, there's no one better to start than the mascot, who is Goose. And, uh, and by the way, I got to point out, if you saw the email for this show, uh, you got to check out Jerry's Vacation Rental if you're going to ever be in the beautiful Lake Placid region of New York. Um, go to Jerry's, uh, go check out Jerry's uh, Airbnb. There is a link to it in the show notes, but there's also a link to it in the email that I send out every week. So go out and check that. And when we come back, the first episode of the Real Investors of Wealth Formula. What do the Rothschilds, the Romneys, and the billionaire hedge fund managers know that you don't about growing and protecting wealth? As you might imagine, the wealthy have a few tricks up their sleeves. One strategy allows you to grow wealth tax-free at a compounding rate with no volatility. It protects your money from creditors and lawsuits, and it lets you invest the same money in two different places at the same time. How about that for amplifying wealth? To learn more, go to WealthFormulaBanking.com. Again, that's WealthFormulaBanking.com. Self-storage is a necessary evil. It's where you keep your stuff and forget about it. No wonder the stuff is so profitable and recession-resistant. The Wealth Formula community, well, we've benefited from that. We've made lots of money in this space with Reliant Real Estate, one of the largest self-storage companies in the country. With an average investor internal rate of return of almost 34%, with hold times just over three and a half years, these guys know what the meaning of velocity of money is. If you're an accredited investor, make sure to check out what they're up to right now at ReliantFund4.com. Again, that's ReliantFund4.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, it's a special day because we are doing something a little bit different. We are focusing not on the, you know, the... The so-called experts. We're not focusing on New York Times bestsellers. We are focusing on a new series which we will have periodically called "The Real Investors of Wealth Formula." <laughs> and if what I'm trying to sort of, par uh, uh, if you haven't figured it out, I'm trying to parody this idea of Real Housewives of. But anyway, the real investors of Wealth Formula. And so today. I'm going to kick it off with the Wealth Formula mascot himself. His name is Jerry Gosnell. And 
uh, he's the goose, right? He's the goose. He is the mascot of Wealth Formula. And he has been, um, you know, the only thing I don't like about Jerry is that he's from Philadelphia and he's an Eagles fan. Um, but other than that, there's nothing not to like about this guy. Uh, he is in his 50s, but and for the past 35 years, he followed that conventional wisdom that we talk about investing in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, 401ks and 529s, you name it. And it wasn't until his late 40s. And he realized one day that a single stream of income and the ups and downs of Wall Street weren't in uh, the best of his, uh, weren't uh, really in his best interest when it came to the idea of financial success or this thing we call retirement. And it was then he decided to do something about it and began to get financially educated. So now Jerry is 52. And each day he gets a little closer to financial independence. He also gets a little older every day. Right, Jerry? And his ultimate goal is to leave a legacy of financial literacy, not only for himself, but his children and create additional options of wealth generation for his family. Jerry, well, thanks for coming you, on, buddy. So, Thank you. You know, I got to say, I was the one one thing I was really bummed about was that. <clears throat> so we had this event last week in Scottsdale and, you know, Jerry, of course, I mean, Jerry is hardcore on Wealth Formula Network, never misses a call. Um, you know, he's just you know, he does everything. He is hardcore about his personal finances and getting the most out of everything. But Jerry, you could not make the meeting, but it was for a good cause. What was going on, man? That's right, Buck. Nice to uh, be ch talking with you today. So the good cause was my daughter is on the USA Development Luge team. So she was up in Lake Placid and she won a gold medal in the uh, the Empire State game. So I couldn't miss that. It was either Wealth Formula or see my daughter Luge. And I'm sorry, family takes first. Yeah, precedent. no, 100% agreed with that. In fact, that's part of the Wealth Formula ethos. And, you know, I'll tell you, uh, so you, you inadvertently or, you know, Maybe it wasn't inadvertent, but you followed the ethos. You did what was right. You you stuck with your daughter. Tell me, though, what? so is that like sort of like Junior Olympics, like the next step to Olympics or something like that? How does that work? They, they, this is like the bottom level, if you will, right? Uh -huh. So she was scouted. She's 12 years old. She was scouted uh, in a mountain in Pennsylvania here. Uh, she uh, slid down there, and there was a bunch of Olympians there, and they said, looks like she has some skills. So they brought her up to Lake Placid, and so she's been training up there. The only issue I have with it, she goes to a private school and I have to pull her out of school like seven weeks throughout the school year. Oh, is that right? Like, it was a great school that is very flexible, but uh, yeah, I'm very proud of her. Very, yeah, very so, proud. Of her. So they they like literally, I mean, was she losing down or was she just sledding when they saw her? I mean, what was she uh, doing? They, they actually set up a lose track ah. this, uh, on the mountain and <laughs> they, they, were, they call it the uh, lose search or something like that. They're looking for people that are potentially losers. <laughs> and I think they were in third place Lugia, out of, uh, you know, 20 people, ages 10 yeah. to, to 20. And so we, my wife and I thought it was a joke. And then, uh, you know, uh, we had her tested up there and they're like, yeah, she has some potential. So, you know, will she advance? Who knows? But I always tell her, her name is Brianna. I said, Brianna, listen, for the rest of your life, you've done something that probably 99% of the population has not done. Oh. And that's uh, slid down a loose track at 70 miles an hour. Probably right? more than I, that. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Totally. I, I think I would be like freaking out if one of my daughters was doing that. Yeah. But, but um, you know, the the one thing that we'll definitely do is, Jerry, if your uh, daughter ends up at the Olympics, we will have a Wealth Formula event uh, at the uh, Winter Olympics of what it would probably be about four years from now, I'm guessing. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Easily four, maybe a little bit longer, yeah. but yeah, that'd be a great place. I'd love to. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about wealth formula. Cause I think the whole idea on this is that one thing that I discovered at this meetup, uh, uh, and, and, and one of the reasons that this is, I think a very useful type of segment, Jerry, is that you know, there was some really, really good speakers there. Right. And we had Ken McElroy, we had, Dave Steele and Tom Wheelwright, Damian Lupo blew people away, Christian Allen, you know, the usual guys, and they were all just awesome. And then we had this super cool bus tour. We saw property that, you know, a lot of us, probably including you, own a chunk of, which is like killing its pro forma right now. And it was all great, 
But I think what people really loved was meeting each other and hearing each other's story. So that's one of the reasons we're going to start doing this. So tell me, Jerry, let's just start out. Where and why did you discover Wealth Formula? Yeah, so it was about uh, two years ago. I was listening to uh, Marco Santorelli's podcast, and he had a guy by the name of Dr. Buck Joffrey. (laughs) And I said, who is Buck Joffrey? So actually, I listened to your podcast, or I listened to that podcast, and um, it it just seemed like things meld what was coming out of your mouth. I'm like, yeah, that's what I think, too, and that's what I should be doing, too. So when that was my first uh, venue into Wealth Formula, and then I started listening to your podcast, and uh, I've actually went back, I believe, you know, I'm the mascot, so I know you, you yeah. may not believe this, but I've listened to all of your podcasts, at least every one that I could find. Um, and, you know, I, I think um, it, we think alike when it comes to investing. I mean, I think you're at a different level than I am. I, I aspire to get to that level. But I also, every time that I, I listen to your podcast, I learn something new. And now that you've expanded this out to a whole tribe of people, uh, I find that that interaction on our Facebook group, as well as our, our biweekly calls, I, I learn a little bit more every day to allow me to get closer and closer to my goal. So I learned it really from, uh, you know, I got to give Mar- Marco Santorelli yeah. credit because at that time... Uh, this is about, you know, I, I really started getting into a whole transformational mindset around financial education around yeah. 2015. Um, I started by, you know, I bought my first property then and so on. So I started listening to a number of different podcasts, but ultimately that's how I came across Wealth Formula. So, you know, and, and that's a, it's an interesting thing that you bring up because <clears throat> even if you, if you go back and you listen to me early on, the things I say back then, you can see my own evolution, right? I mean, I, I say things that are probably directly contradicting what I used to say because I've changed my mind because that's what normal human beings do. And, and they, you know, if, if you're a student, you're constantly trying to learn new things and challenging paradigms. So, so listen, so when you were listening to Marco, obviously you'd, you'd hit this sort of point where you were already shifting into, you know, what the, uh, uh, what the dark side calls, you know, alternative assets, right? But what, um, tell, tell me how things have evolved since then in terms of your thinking. I'm curious, like, in terms of your own thought process, how things have changed and, um, you know, not necessarily just because of me, but we all start sort of at, you know, a similar spot. A lot of us, you know, including me, start with this idea that, hey, all it's really all about is just, you know, buying a house or buying an apartment building and cash flowing. And that's that's basically it. Tell me, give me some ideas on, you know, the the next levels of sophistication that you feel like you've gotten and what you can share with others. Yeah. So so I, I think what it comes down to for me is, uh, you know, I, I, I've been around on the planet, you know, as I said, 52 years I, I remember the 87 crash. I remember 91. I mean, I was younger then, but I still remember transitioning. 2001, I remember it extremely well. Of course, 2008, uh, everyone will remember. And over that time period, uh, you know, I started to really understand that um, Wall Street is rigged, right? And I think we, we hear that all the right. time. Everybody says that it's rigged and all this other stuff. But you really don't start seeing that until one, you're a W-2 employee like I am, and I still am. I love my job, and you know, I, I would love to stay there you know, as long as I possibly can. But you know, when you turn your money over to somebody and have them manage that for you without an understanding of what's happening behind the scenes, you basically lose control. So for some reason, and this may sound weird, Buck, but I was actually going to the supermarket Walking down the aisle, I had coupons in my hand and I'm picking out different things off the shelf. And I had this epiphany almost going, is this what the rest of my life is going to be? And I was like, there has to be a change. So I've always managed my finances pretty well. I've always understood where the investments were, at least from the stocks, bond, mutual fund, 401ks, all of that other stuff. But I also realized there's no way I'm going to be able to survive retirement, as you will. And I don't plan to ever retire. I want to keep doing things forever. But my mind shift started to to happen when um, I started listening to these podcasts, but then I started realizing that there's a better way that we're just not taught in school. And I know if you listen to Robert Kiyosaki and Tom Wheelwright and everybody else, they all say the same thing. It's not 
taught in school. <clears throat> Natural education is not there. Yeah. And so when I started learning things like uh, self-directed IRAs, never knew that you could do that, right? Yeah. When I started learning about life settlements, which, you, you know, I invest in your life settlements fund, right? I never knew that existed out there, right? And so when you start working with like-minded people that are on Wealth Formula, as mm. well as others and, you know, out, outside of our network, you start to realize that there's things out there from an investment perspective that um, you don't know about. And so what I started really focusing on is how can I build wealth to give my, give my family and I options? Yeah. If you have one stream of income, right, which I do a W-2 job, and I didn't have any other up until 2015, 2016, somewhere in there, you know, any time of day they can say you're done and you're yeah. out, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have nothing. So what I've been trying to do is build up these streams of income, a couple that, you know, I just mentioned there that, that I think are the key to survival. One thing I think my generation, and I'm a Gen Xer, may not realize is that if you invest all your money in 401ks, if you're a W-2 employee, right? The one thing we forget about is healthcare. Healthcare is probably going to be our biggest expense that we have out there. Yeah. And I don't think we take into account that a 401k can build, build, build. And then we're going to have to draw and pay taxes on it, which will probably be pretty high at yeah. that time when we retire. Then we have to uh, have a lot of it chunked out for our retirement for healthcare. And so when I started looking at all those avenues, I said, listen, I need to create different streams of income besides my W-2 job. I need to invest wisely. Real estate is a big you know, part of my portfolio that I, I go in. But I've also taken into account like, you know, wealth formula banking, um, as I said, some of these other areas that we're going in, the Western wealth capital opportunities. I'm starting to see those returns as streams that right. are coming in, that it's going to be allow me to retire someday if I want. But also it gives me the opportunity to teach my kids. Right. There's, a, there's a better way. You want to go to college? Great. If you want to, my daughter wants to be, you know, my daughter wants to be a, a professional jockey. That's great. But I want to show her that there's another way that you don't have to work for somebody to do that. You could yeah. do this yourself. Yeah. Right? You can manage your own assets. So when you started doing that, Jerry, <clears throat> when you made that shift, mm -hmm. was, 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 it couldn't have been easy, right? I mean, at first were you starting to, were you kind of doubting yourself, wondering if you were doing, doing something wrong, sort of you know, doing something irresponsibly, you know, doing things that were outside of the norm. Did you have those kind of sensations or were you, were you pretty confident about, about your shift? Yeah. So when you had to write that first check for the first property that you purchased, right? That single family home, but still it's a big chunk you're taking out of your savings. And right. You're gonna, okay, when are you going to see the return on that? Um, you know, that was a kind of a shock, but I got over it, right? I think the hardest thing for me, there was really two things. One, my my uh, insurance agent, my life insurance agent, and you and I, I think, had the same insurance provider for a while. Well, I'll tell you what, he gave me a wrath on the phone. You want to do what? You want to pull your money yeah, out? To yeah, yeah, right, you right, do this? right. You got to leave it with me so I can manage it for you. I'm only charging you 2% a year and blah, 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 you know, that type stuff. So that was, that was, uh, that was one shock. Yeah, And then I guess the other shock um, is you don't realize it until you start writing these checks and getting some of the income coming in and the tax benefits that go along with it. You never realize that as a W-2 employee, right? Yeah, Because your taxes are taken out for you. Right. So, so it becomes a mind shift. What also becomes a mind shift and scary is debt, right? Right. right. I leverage myself like crazy now, but at first that was, that was taboo, right? Right. You know, oh my gosh, you're carrying this much debt. But then when you say, well, I have a tenant paying for this, right? The tax and all, all the advantages you get yeah. really as an example, right? Then you start, you know, realizing it's okay. You can do this as long as you're investing wisely uh, from a debt perspective. Yeah. And there's ways actually even to participate in debt without necessarily even being on the, <clears throat> on the hook, you know, like yeah, exactly. for example, we talk about <clears throat> these syndications that I know you've participated in a number of them. We're talking about 70, you know, 70% loan to value, et cetera, but you're on the limited partner side. So, I mean, you're, you've got all the debt, but you have no risk exactly you're on the LP side. Um, and so that you've got the opportunity to sort of have your cake and eat it too, as well. And these are the kinds of things that like you kind of don't really discover until you start, um, digging in now. Um, you know, the thing though, I got to tell you is that 
you know, Robert Kiyosaki and and <clears throat> Tom, who, you know, is my CPA, Tom Wright, and, and all those guys, they're right. Um, people don't get taught this stuff in school. Um, but I don't think anybody gets taught this stuff in school. I mean, even MBAs. Um, I mean, I think the people who probably should be best positioned to really understand how the world works is people who study accounting. And, of course, I think those are probably the, le the least um, inclined to sort of bend the rules, you know? Right. I don't yeah. think MBAs know. I don't think MBAs or anybody or engineers or doctors, I don't think any of us. We The dentists seem to, for some reason, <laughs> at least the dentists I know, tend to be better investors than, than most right. of the professionals. But yep. but uh, the rest of us are kind of in the dark. So um, so tell me about so you were doing single family homes, mm -hmm. and uh, obviously you're doing a lot more than that now. Tell me about some of the things that you're doing now um, that that have you know that, that made made you feel good about you know various investments. You mentioned life settlements. Um, mm -hmm. I think you talked about banking. Uh, wealth formula banking. Um, but, but, but how has your perspective changed? Because I mean, again, you look at it and say, all right, I'm going to buy a house and you write a check, but how do you go from there and then say, now I'm going to say, all right, well, I'm going to invest in a syndication or I'm going to look at this and, you know, look at a, you know, like a conservation easement or something like that. How, tell me about that evolution. Yeah. So, so again, like with anything, I, I think you have to, you know, you have to do your due diligence on, you know, when, when you and I first started speaking and you were telling me about conservation easement, I was like, what? What's <laughs> yeah, that? Right, right? Right, right. I remember our first conversation. Um, there was three things that you actually pointed out as a W2 employee, right? Oil and gas investment, conservation easements. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the third one was. I forget what it was, but it was important, but I forget what it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty but, much but, it actually. Yeah, yeah, but um, it, so so I, uh, taxes. I think are the other ones, right? You know, uh, ways to uh, uh, to look at ways to save on taxes. But the the conservation easements. Uh, I take that as an example, right? When I when I first looked at that, I didn't understand what it was. But when you do your due diligence on it, you realize as a W two employee that you know you can take half of your income, if you will, and f push yourself in a whole different tax bracket, right. and then use that money that you save to basically, you know, it's tax free and apply it to somewhere else. And what I did is I bought the syndications or I bought another real estate or other property <laughs> to help compound this, this wealth, if you will, right? That, that I, I continue to try to grow on a daily basis. Um, so, so, you know, uh, those type of aspects and those things that I, I look at every day, your mind just starts to change and you, as you back further and further away from 529 plans and 401k plans and all of that other you start seeing that there is a whole different world out there mm -hmm. that allow you to excel your wealth more rapidly and you have control of it not somebody else i mean ahp as an example you know right. when age when i first learned about ahp um you know there's a 12 percent return which was yeah. great yeah where are you going at anywhere else yeah um I'm like, all right, let me dabble in this. You know, you'll take that dabble money, put a couple thousand in there, check it out, right? Hey, guess what? I got a check the next yeah, month. Yeah. A little bit more in, I got a bigger check next month. And it just started compounding on there. And then you look at your bank account and you say, well, wait a minute. I had that same thousand dollars in my bank account and I made X. AHP, I made XXXXX. Wow. You know, you see that big difference. I actually did this with my kids. I took them to the bank and I said, okay, let's open a savings account for you. We're going to put some money in there that you've earned. And then we're going to, I'm going to match that same amount of money in AHP. And let us see at the end of six months, how much money you made in the bank compared to how much you made in AHP. Yeah. It was the first step for them understanding there's a better approach and there's a better way. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Jerry, Jerry is talking about AHP servicing, which is, my friend George Newberry's um, company, the company he started, uh, which deals with non-performing notes, and they're really, really, really good at this stuff. Um, it's not 10% or 12% anymore. It's 10%, but it's still worth uh, looking into. It's ahpservicing.com. And, and, you know, one of the other things um, I think that that brings up is 
how do you choose investments, right? How do you choose them now, as opposed to, <clears throat> say, before you started listening to Wealth Formula or or before? Because listen, one of the things that accredited investors, people with you know who've got some money, they get bombarded with the deals, right? So how do you sort through those deals now? And how do you look at them now as opposed to maybe what you might have done a couple of years ago? Yeah, so um, I, I think it, it depends on what the deal is, but it's up to you to do your due diligence. In the past, my 401k, as an example, I would go in and press one button. I have a Vanguard account, right? You press one guard and it allocate all the funds out, right? right. Allocate where you want to go based around your retirement. And then you can go in and look at those mutual funds and say, I like this and like that, change this and change that. Now I take an active approach, at least in my investments, of saying, you know, I want to see the pro forma, right? I still buy single family homes, right? I know that's, you know, yeah. one area that I, I, I grow in as well. Sure. The apartment, you know, investments as well. The pro formers are critical, but also I think when you're working with like-minded people like we are on Wealth Formula, you get a better perspective of what's happening out there. And that helps you make up your mind what's in good investment and what's not. If you're on our, our calls, our biweekly calls, and one of the reasons why I try not to miss any of them, or if I you know rarely miss one, I have to listen to a recording, there's always that little tidbit out there of somebody saying, I invested in this and it failed because of X. That's a lesson yeah. you learn. Yeah. So yeah. it's reading the pro formas. Uh, you know, fortunately, I now had to read 10Q, 10Ks, 10Qs. I, I, I do that you know, uh, as part of my, um, my, my W-2 job. I have to understand what my, my customers are doing. Um, so I understand how to read those pro formas, but I think that's actually my mindset has changed Yeah. Um, compared to just pressing a button and saying somebody else do it for me. I got to do it myself now. Yeah. And on top of that, I think what you were getting at and think is really important is that you've realized the value and I, that I and I've advocated for this for a long time is it's not just the numbers, right? It's the people. And so one of the benefits of having tribe, one of the benefits of having people who you know, like, and trust is that you can say, hey, have you guys happened to, you know, hear about this group or have you had any experience with this? I remember one specific call where uh, I almost ended up having somebody on uh, as a guest on the podcast. And then because of, uh, you know, a good, and I won't mention any names, but, uh, and it turned out that, um, th this was a turnkey provider and the turnkey provider ended up in, I don't know what sounded like essentially a Ponzi scheme. And I found out about that through our calls, right? I found out through that and that was huge, right? Because not only did that save, well, frankly, it saved me because I, I don't want to promote somebody who potentially could could be part of some sort of Ponzi scheme. But in the larger scheme of things, I had a group from vis-a-vis uh, -vis you guys who I could say, hey, you guys know this guy? Oh, yeah, I know that guy. And here's what happened. Yep. Right? And that is invaluable because it's not just about what you actually, what you do invest in, it's what you don't invest in. And yeah. and, and that's that's been really critical. Um I mean, we have people that, that are on our, our, our calls and part of our tribe, right, that have dabbled, if you will, or heavily invested in multiple areas. Um, you know, uh, we have folks at oil and gas, right, all the way to life settlements, all the way down the line there. And you learn after a while, you know, I think in, in the world of finance, everyone's always skeptical, right? Is somebody trying to throw me something that's, you know, going to steal my money? But what I found with, uh, you know, our group is that, you know, we share a lot of information and we it's up to us to do our own due diligence, yep. of course, right? But it's also, you start, you just, when you're working with people that you, you always say this, no like and trust, you start saying, okay, well, uh, you know, that, that, that's something I, I need to consider. It's kind of that Amazon, if you will, rating, right? Yeah. Hey, Buck, what do you think of this? I'm going to do this, you know, one through five, you know, oh, Buck says a five, somebody else says a three, somebody else says a four then you can help that helps make your mind up. And then it just doesn't become about the numbers. It comes out what's best for you, what's best for your family and what's best really for the tribe that we're working together on. Well, what's in the other thing that was interesting is like, for example, and again, I don't want to name specific companies just because, you know, good or bad. It's, it's I agree. A, I mean, we, we do that on the calls, but not, not here. 
but uh, a number of people were interested in oil and gas. And uh, Tom Wheelwright <clears throat> uh, talks about how oil and gas is is all you know is incredibly valuable potentially for W two employees because you can write off your income against it. <clears throat> but he'll also tell you that it's an area that's fraught with crooks, right? With fraught with like, um, you know, people who are basically just taking your money. And in some cases, they're not crooks, but they're taking all your money. But they're not, you know, they're not putting anything in. And if they strike gold or, you know, if they strike gold, black gold, then they win. If they don't, you you lose. And so so it's a tricky space to be in. So what I was able to do is, and I'm not a big oil and gas guy, but what I was able to do is to take all of what you guys talked about, all the companies you mentioned, and to individually do my own personal due diligence on it. And then, you know, essentially, you know, take that conglomerate, all that information and bring to something to the group that said, hey, this is the group that I think that if... If I were going to invest in oil and gas, this is what I do, and here's why. So it's all part of that. Now, you know, and again, um, you know, I I wanted to try to be careful not to make this just like a, you know, a commercial or whatever for Wealth Formula Network. And basically what Wealth Formula Network, what Jerry keeps talking about is um, this is with the course. If you go to, you know, Wealth Formula um roadmap.com you'll see there's a course and the course is really you know foundational right you've got tom wheelwright and ken mcelroy and real estate guys and dean grazios and all those guys on there but the real i think the real value that everybody seems to be getting beyond that is the fact that we have this facebook group that we have these bi-weekly mastermind calls um jerry talk about if you would you know, how, how would you describe those calls and, you know, yeah. tell me how they, because I know you wanted to talk about this a little bit. Tell, 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 tell us a little bit about that. Cause there was a lot of people asking about it at the meeting too. And I, I just hate, you know, trying to sell something like this. So. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I don't think you need to sell it because I think it sells itself, at least in, in, in my opinion. And I think the other folks in our tribe would, would agree the same way. So when you when you put together that course, which was phenomenal, and mm-hmm. I would suggest everyone look into uh, purchasing it because it's a, I think it's a worthwhile investment. Uh, it's a, you you could even say, hey, listen, I'm going to go take a course at a local community college. Instead of doing that, take this course, right? Because you'll you'll learn probably a lot more. But I, I think our our biweekly uh, calls. Um, again, as I mentioned before, really help not only the, the, the group meld. So there was one call buck that you couldn't make, right? right? And there was a lot of silence on the phone, but there was also some collaboration that yeah. happened as well, right? Yeah. Even though we're Buck's tribe, if you will, the, the, the collaboration still exists. Hey, you know, I had some questions. Anybody buying single family homes here? Somebody else had a question or, or talked about uh, some event that happened in Dallas that they went to and saw some presenters out there. So, you know, it's my first experience in a mastermind group, yeah. if you will. And if all masterminds were group like this, I'd say everybody should do it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure each mastermind group is different. But, you know, my take on it and one of the reasons why I try to attend every call or at least listen to the follow-up is, again, as I said before, you always get a nugget of a little bit of information. And that knowledge you get out of it is priceless, in my opinion, right? Um, and I think I would hope that some of my other, you know, fellow tribe members would, would probably agree to that as well. Yeah. And I, and I will add that, uh, add to that and that I, I learn from the group every time as well. I mean, it's definitely not me just talking. I'm, I'm, I mean, gosh, when it came to oil and gas initially, I, I was barely talking at all. You guys were doing all the talking there. Um, but hey, you, know, you know what else is nice, Buck? There, there is a range, uh, yeah. you know, we, we have a range of, of people on this mastermind group that some make a lot, a lot of money, right? Yeah. Some of us are on the lower side mm. of that, right? But we're all contributing to the success of everybody else. Right. And that's where I think the big value is, right? Somebody who, um, you know, is trying to aspire to their financial independence, where they, you know, allows their options to be a lot better for themselves. They can listen to those folks, right? But they can also contribute some ideas that, that the other folks didn't know about 
to say, wow, I didn't know that. That's actually going to help them. So it becomes a, a, a great collaborations and a quid pro quo amongst all of us. And the experiences that people have inherently are different, and it's helpful to know. I mean, for example, I remember, <clears throat> you know, you were talking about one time how you bought a whole life policy um, some time ago. Overall, it was not, it was something that you're still happy that you did. It maybe yep. was not structured as optimally as maybe some of the wealth formula uh, banking policies are, but you were able to add color to those who are even thinking about doing something like that in the first place because, you know, a lot of people have reservations about those kinds of products, but you actually had a very, very positive result. Yeah, and that positive result was really, um, you know, when it comes down to it, it's very much like the wealth formula banking is you're able to put money aside and be able to use that and double dip, as you right. always talk about, right? right? And so a, a lot of those funds that I've been investing in whole life insurance for the past, you know, 15 years or longer, I was able now to use those funds to purchase real estate and grow my wealth that way and then pay myself back. Right. And then right? you found a way to actually make the interest rate even lower than borrowing from from the policy itself. So again, <clears throat> just layers and layers of stuff that I think is really neat. But um, anyway, I just, you know, I don't want to keep you too long, Jerry, but um, but I think it is, uh, it's really great having you as part of Wealth Formula Network. Um, and tell us, uh, you know, any parting words or thoughts or anything you got to plug. <laughs> I really have nothing uh, to plug per se, except, you know, everything that I talked about. I would I would encourage anybody listening to this podcast to, to take a look at, at what uh, the content that you put together and what your team has put together and our tribe is actually working on. Uh, I will say that I, I'm, you know, now that you talked about in more detail how the event went and the drinks you guys had and the collaboration meeting all those people, it makes me even feel any feel worse. But I keep reminding them of, of, of why I couldn't attend, but I'll yeah. look forward to the next one. Well, I meant I meant plugging for yourself, but but thank you for plugging yeah. me anyway. But <laughs> but um, yes, we will have another event. Um, Jerry, as you know, uh, my for, uh, and I and I've said this in the small in our our group, our mastermind is one of the reasons why you know we capped it at a hundred and stuff is to you know make it more intimate. But it was also I was terrified. I just didn't know if people would show up. And the next thing you know, there was this group of, you know, 100 plus individuals that are just extraordinary in the audience. And That's it great. was um, it was the best event I'd ever been to from from a crowd standpoint. It was really terrific. And so we'll do that again. Hopefully we'll do it somewhere. Uh, we, we may do it somewhere that's maybe a little bit more central. We were talking about maybe doing Belize or something like that, but that's not real central. Maybe we'll do something like Dallas because we own some property there too. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, I'm going to let you get back to your uh, to your family. Jerry, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks, Buck. I enjoyed it. Appreciate your time. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Okay, so be honest. Let me know what you think of this format, okay? We're, I mean, was it the first go? And I thought Jerry was great. And I think, you know, different types of people are going to resonate. Your situation will be different. We'll have some people who might, you know, might have different experiences, different starting points. We'll have, you know, maybe we'll have some doctors on there, some dentists, stuff like that. And talk about their situations and what their struggles and what they've found to be useful are. And, um, and, and, but make sure you just, you know, send me some feedback back at wealthformula.com. Let me know what you think of the new format and with, if you like it. Um, and also, remember that we're going to have an Ask Buck show coming up pretty soon. So go to wealthformula.com, record your questions there. And also, if you are shy and you don't want to record questions, uh, you know, send me some emails uh, at um, go to wealthformula.com, and I think there's a place where you can put the emails, but there's also... You can just shoot me an email, buck at wealthformula.com, and uh, and have that for the next Ask Buck show. The cool thing about having the the recorded version is I can play it, right? And it's kind of cool. It's kind of like talk radio. Um, anyway, one more thing. Just one final plug here for Jerry the Goose. He's got this awesome vacation rental in Lake Placid, New York. As you may recall, Lake Placid, New York 
is the site of the miracle on ice of 1980. It was when the uh, U.S. beat the Soviet Union, the Russian Red Army team, and uh, it was a big deal. Since then, of course, for some reason, we are now in cahoots with the Russians. But, um, but back then, it was like, you know, evil versus good. It was amazing. Um, by the way, uh, there is this documentary that you guys got to watch. Okay, if you like, I mean, was my wife loved this. Okay, she doesn't even like hockey. But there is a documentary on the Russian Red Army hockey team. Uh, and it's just called Red Army. And it's about Vyacheslav Fetisov and those guys and what was going on behind those, like, I mean, those guys look like robots, right? But they were real people. And the crazy workouts they were doing, all the politics that were going on behind the scenes, it was awesome. And like I said, my wife could care less about sports. She was absolutely enthralled by this documentary. And then, so what I would recommend is you rent out Jerry's Place in uh, Lake Placid, uh, snuggle up with your loved one, and watch Red Army and relive the glory days. Anyway, that's it for me this week on Wealth Formula Podcast. For those of you listening on 1.5X, I'm uh, hopefully I sped it up a little bit, but I don't think I did. All right? Uh, that's it for me, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Formula Podcast. Visit us on the web at wealthformula.com. The information contained in this podcast are opinions, not fact. As always, consult your own financial team before making any investment. See you next time. Buck Joffrey here from Safe You with Buck Joffrey. Aging might become reversible over the next 10 to 20 years. It's already being done in lab animals, so it's just a matter of time. Our challenge? To be healthy enough for when that time comes. As a former scientist and surgeon myself, my goal is to figure out how to do that and to share it with you. I wrote a book called Living Longer for Busy People that you can download for free at sapiopodcast.com. You'll be amazed at just how a few daily adjustments can add years of a healthy life for you. Again, download it for free, sapiopodcast.com.